This podcast is presented by the Bet Parks online casino and sportsbook app. New customers download now and get up to $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're not a winner in your first 24 hours. See BetParks.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 in PA, New Jersey, Maryland, Michigan, or Ohio. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult to Today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation semi annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal too. Schedule a no obligation in home estimate now. Call 866 Nation or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ladies and gentlemen, we're taking the podcast on the road this season. We want you to come with us. We're heading to Tampa. We're heading to Nashville. We're heading to New Orleans and maybe a couple other surprises. Thanks to fansofphilly.com. That's P-H-A-N-S, fansofphilly.com. They put all the packages together for us. We're going to hit the road. Set it and forget it. Four-star hotels, direct flights, tickets to the game, tailgates, pregame festivities, and can be a part of our show's as we're there the whole weekend, wherever we are going. Fansofphilly.com. Make sure you use the code BGN so we all stick together and come have fun with us as we cheer on our Super Bowl champion, Philadelphia Eagles, and take over every stadium that we are in this season. Fansofphilly.com. Promo code BGN. Welcome on into the 37th, a.k.a. Uh, some scrub that definitely got cut in training camp or maybe some rookie, undrafted rookie. There's no way. No, I didn't do any fact-checking on this because I'm not a big fact-check guy. But there's no way that there's ever been a good number 37 in the history of the Eagles. Now, that might come back to bite me in the ass, but I don't think it is because 37 in my lifetime has always been associated with some kind of scrub. So I'm not going to I'm not gonna give number 37 the dignity of of being in a counterpoint podcast so listen 37 i'm sure like you were a great college player but you went undrafted and you just you weren't cut out to be an eagle so uh the the 37th episode of the counterpoint podcast brought to you by bgn radio bgnradio.com and bleedinggreennation.com i am jack fritz as always give me a follow on twitter at jack fritz wip I've never plugged it that early, but it felt right. It just felt right in the moment to plug my Twitter at that point. So, uh, really, listen, we're going to go listen, straight out of the open into the trust tree. Uh, there's nothing <laughs> going on with the Eagles right now. Like, so there, there might not be the greatest content in this episode. There's just, there's like nothing going on with the Eagles. Now, we're going to get into some important things, like the rookie jersey numbers came out, which, I mean, if you know me, I, I look for those numbers, and some really, really negative, really negative numbers came out, which I'm not happy about. Uh, Alshon stuff, Brady, Dak contract, uh, that total hack fraud. Corey Clement spoke at Rowan. 
And we, I placed a call to Rowan to discuss the problem with having Corey Clement at their commencement speakers, as their commencement speaker. So what we talked to Rowan. We brought them into the trust tree. We were not happy with Corey Clement being a being a a, a commencement speaker as a total fraud and a Cowboys fan that grew up around here. And of course, we have the Counterpoint Mailbag, which you can always email at counterpointmailbag at gmail.com or tweet me. But actually, don't tweet me unless I call for it because I'll probably forget. And I don't want to forget your, your mailbag questions. So we'll get to them later. But first, it's Jack's headlines. So uh, the rookie jersey numbers were given out. And let's get into it because it was some positives and some some negatives that we'll we'll discuss here. First, this is from Teron Davenport, our BGN Radio's own Teron Davenport. And first off, uh, before I get too far into this podcast, just seeing the Eagles practicing again made it move a little bit. I was so excited just like watching those videos. Now, now I wasn't excited when I saw Dallas Goddard. Uh, well, sorry, that was on, that's on me. Hand up, hand up. That's on me. Philly Goddard. He um, trips over himself. So I'm not sure if, uh, if Goddard can run. So that's not a great sign for Howie. Uh, I just question if Howie even knows what he's doing. So it, clearly, Philly Goddard is an absolute bust. But I did not like seeing the video of him tripping over himself. However, just seeing them back in pads, seeing Jordan Malata getting fitted for a helmet was just hilarious on Instagram. And everything else. I mean, it's just seeing them back out there. It's The, the nice thing about winning the Super Bowl other than just winning the Super Bowl, is that like football season's all of a sudden right back on top of us and uh, rookie mini camps out there. We get to see uh, how these guys are looking. We start getting the, this guy looks good. Uh, could be a breakout, could be a sleeper, which, I mean, every time I see a sleeper, I just, it, like, it, it moves. It moves a little bit for me. So um, we're going to go straight down the list here. Yeah, see, Teron's smart. Teron's smart because he put Philly Goddard last. But we're going to start with Avante Maddox. Now, I'm a big Avante Maddox guy. I thought he had the best name of the draft. Uh, I think he's going to be the, the 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 nickel corner here for forever. Like he may never leave ever again. Um, but he chose the number twenty nine, and if you know anything about me, the number twenty nine is is not a number that I'm too keen on. Because here's the thing about the number twenty nine is that it's a cancer. I in high school was number thirty four after Roy Halladay, and I was an absolute ace. I was a monster. All I did was win. I was two and zero in the playoffs in high school. You know, take that for data. And then I got to college at Bloomsburg University, one of the, the, the more higher-priced uh, freshmen in, in history of the program. Uh, I had, had some of the most money on the team. I was under scholarship. Turned out to be a, a complete bust, and I, and I directly associate my bustness to the number 29 because I was handed the number 29, and all of a sudden my fastball was four miles an hour less, and I lost my cutter. And now I'm worried about that for Avante Max. So, Avante, this is me to you. Trust Tree, I know you listen to the podcast. Change the number from 29. 24 is right there. Actually, oh, Avante, that's how, that is how I know you listen to the podcast. That right there. Because I just slipped up on myself. But you are such a keen listener that when I said 24, you're like, uh, Jack, I don't know if you know this, but no corner has ever done well in the number 24 here uh, besides Sheldon Brown. But he doesn't count because he's such a freak. Anyway, number 24 has been banned. Like Everyone retires jerseys. Listen, cornerbacks cannot wear number 24 for the Eagles. So, Avante, listen, 29 is is below 24. Just find some other number, Avante, please, because I have high hopes for you. I have high hopes for you. I'm sorry. And I want the best for you. 29 is not the best for you. And then we have Josh Adams. So, Josh Adams, uh, a bad running back name. It's a, it's a name that is usually associated with Civil War reenactments. Um, 
just this, this Josh Adams, like Josh, like close your eyes. Josh Adams is not a running back. I'm sorry. He's not. He's a middle school, high school. He's a middle school history teacher. Not, not my LeGarrette Blunt replacement. I'm sorry. So 33, it's an okay. It's, it's like, it's like a big guy's number. It's a big running back's number. It's fine. It's fine for a guy who's undrafted. Here's another thing. Here's Chandon Sullivan, who I had never heard of before today, but he was given the number 39, which, like, just get out. Here's the thing about the number nine, is the number nine by itself is good. But but the number nine put in any other jersey number besides six, seven, and eight, and nine. The, like, the worst numbers in sports to own are 19, 29, 39, 49, and 59. The nines in that in that run there are the worst jersey numbers to own. And I know that because I wore number 29 in college. Now, Shannon Sullivan, you might as well just be cut. I'm sorry. Uh Jeremy Reeves, 41. You know, it's 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 a good undrafted free agent number for for 41. It's what Ronald Darby wore last year. But number 41's that classic like, oh, you have a Jeremy Reeves jersey. Uh, from his rookie year when he was number 41, and then once he makes the roster and turns into an absolute stud, then he's up to, like, in the 20s next year. So 41's a fine rookie year number for Jeremy Reeves. I don't hate 41, especially for an undrafted rookie. I think it's a good number. Jordan Malata, 68. See, this is where I'm disappointed in Jordan. Dude, 69 was right there. If you want me to buy into a rugby player who's never played football, put on, put on fucking 69. What are you, what are you doing, Jordan? Uh, Josh Sweat, number 75. I really like the number 75 on Josh Sweat. I'm really conflicted right now. I am I am the Larry David GIF because Josh Sweat, I think, is a terrible football name. But number 75, I think, is going to look great on Josh Sweat. 75 is a, is, is a leaner pass rusher number. Now, I know Vinnie Curry was a little beefy, but 75 for a, a lean pass rusher around the edge? Man, am I conflicted because I like that number for Josh Sweat. I'm all in. Man, I wish he had a, had a better name. It's okay. And then finally, Philly Goddard comes comes in at number 88. Just a strong number. Now, my one problem is with 88, it just doesn't look great in Eagles uh, jerseys like with the way their, their font is. 80, and BLG pointed this out. and it's a, it's a good call by BLG. But 88, just not in love with, uh, with, with Eagles. I know Trey Burton wore it, and Dallas Goddard is a better Trey Burton. He's going to be Travis Kelsey, and the Eagles are going to have Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz for the next 10 years. I haven't stopped thinking about that since he was drafted. But um, 88. Eh. Eh. I think it's a good number on almost any other team. Just here, BLG's right. It's not a great. It doesn't look great in Eagles in Eagles fonts. So, eh. You know, it's whatever. But that's gonna do it for the uh, rookie jersey numbers that were given out. Now, Alshon Jeffrey. If you if you remember the first podcast we ever did, um, we decided that we were not gonna call Alshon Al. People in Chicago called Alshon Al, and that's why he was always hurt. That's why he's banged up, and that's why he never won a Super Bowl. But before before he left Chicago, he made a proclamation that they were going to win the Super Bowl next year, and that directly translated over to the Eagles once he signed here. Okay, And this guy is a predicting machine. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this, but earlier this week, he was on his way to the Sixers game at home. Sixers needed to win. They were down 3-0. And he says they're going to win by double digits. And guess what? They did win by double digits. And guess what hat Alshon Jeffrey was wearing? He was wearing a Phillies hat. And guess who also won by double digits that night? The Philadelphia Phillies. 
Alshon Jeffrey is an animal. And guess what? If Alshon Jeffrey comes out and he says that Carson Wentz will play week one, you bet your life on Carson Wentz playing week one. Because if Alshon Jeffrey's recent track record is any indication, he will play week one. Now, uh, Tom Brady. So, like, if you're a Patriots fan, right, and you and you see the pictures of Tom Brady at the Met Gala, how do you how do you defend that guy? How do you support that guy? Because I tell you what, if I saw my quarterback, I don't care how many Super Bowls he won, wearing that out in public, I would renounce his rights pretty much immediately. That guy's not a football player anymore. He's not a football guy. Brady is going to have a horrible year next year because guess what? Giselle's in the house now. Giselle made him wear that. Tom Brady is is all but done. All but done. Tom Brady is written off. He will have a bad year next year, and we'll be telling ourselves, man, you know, we, we thought he was going to slow down, but you know, I, we never saw this coming. Guess what? Mark it down. 5-12-2018. Brady is going to have a bad year because he's not a football guy anymore. You don't wear that out in public if you're a real football guy. Tom Brady, you total fraud. They got beat by Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. People forget that. Um, this was funny. This was great. This is from Bucky Brooks earlier this week, talking about how the Cowboys are planning for a DAC contract that's going to be in the the twenty five plus million range for for a, an average quarterback in the NFL. And it's it's funny for two reasons. One, because the Cowboys are about to commit a quarter of a million, a quarter of a hundred million dollars a year to Dak Prescott, which is just, it's just comical to an average quarterback. Second off, only, only the Cowboys, only the Cowboys could screw up building a roster around a rookie contract. They had all those insane contracts to Romo, Witten, Dez, Orlando Scandrick, whoever. They couldn't build a, a, a competitive roster around a competent rookie quarterback. On a fourth or a third round contracts, money wise, that is malpractice. That con- that that like the NFC East, I just can't stop laughing at how bad the rest of the NFC East is. The Redskins, like I, they they tweeted out Alex Smith's birthday this week. I wouldn't even have tweeted that. I would start telling people he's twenty eight. They they're committing. To a 33-year-old average quarterback that's literally choked in the playoffs every single year to be the guy that's going to like put them over the top instead of Kirk Cousins. To go along with the Daniel Snyder issues that keep coming up and the fact that they ran Scott McLuhan out of town. Like, I just, they're garbage. They're garbage. The Giants, did, they don't have an out plan to Eli Man. Kyle Lalletta, I don't care if you faced my high school when I was in high school and that you torched us. You ain't shit. And they keep selling us on Davis Webb. Oh my God. And then you have the Cowboys who just, they just can't, they can't get out of their own way. They just can't get out of their own way. They have a, a, a third round quarterback on a rookie contract and they cannot build around him. Man, it's going to be, it's, it's about to feel like the early 2000s up in here. It's over. 
I mean, just give us a division for the next four years. It's 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 uh, etched in stone. It's gonna happen. Our final headline is I'm I, I'm disappointed in Rowan University. Rowan, a fine institution, uh, down there in, in in southern New Jersey, they allowed a total fraud onto their campus to give a commencement speech to the future of this great country in Corey Clement. And I'm not happy about it. Corey Clement was that guy in high school that was a Cowboys fan that picked on you and told you you had no rings. And then Corey Clement gets picked up by the Eagles as an undrafted free agent and turns into a Super Bowl champion and reaps the rewards of winning the first Super Bowl in Eagles history as a Cowboys fan. I just, I, it doesn't sit well with me. I got, I got, I got a little queasy just talking about it. So I called Rowan University to discuss this issue. Good afternoon, Rowan University Alumni Association. This is Donna. Hi, Donna. This is Jack Fritz from the Counterpoint podcast on BGN Radio. I'm calling today to voice some frustration that I have with your with your commencement speaker this past week, Corey Clement. Now, Donna, I don't know if you know this or not, but Corey Clement is a total fraud. He grew up a Cowboys fan right outside of of, of Philadelphia. And Donna, Donna, let me let me just ask you a quick quick question: Are are you a Cowboys fan or are you an Eagles fan? Sir, I I don't know what Donna. A- answer the question, please. Excuse me, sir. I don't know if you have the right number. Is um, this not Rowan University? This is. The pride of Rowan University that, that let a total fraud come in and suscept the minds of the future of America. Sir, I think you've got some deep mental issues. Donna, this wouldn't be the first time. Someone has said that to me. Good day. I mean, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Rowan University did not own up to their mistake of having Corey Clement even allowed on campus. Just, just, just malpractice by that university. Moving on. Let's get right into it. Uh, again, you can always send these to counterpointmailbag at gmail.com. You can probably DM me. I'll probably remember, uh, but probably wait until I tweet it out for you to uh, respond to the tweets because I'll probably forget, and I don't want to forget about members of the trust tree. So uh, from John Barber, Jack, I need you to tear apart this NFL Top 100, just how criminally underrated were Jenkins and Johnson, and where does Carson fall on this garbage aptitude test? So uh, listen. I'm not going to get too upset over like they do these things just to to get clicks and to to provide faux outrage but the one thing that does give this more credence than the most list is that it was players rated and listen I think it's just I think it's just ridiculous like how if you're an NFL player do you watch the best right tackle in football and watch him just throw Von Miller like 400 feet and then be like yeah yeah I don't know I don't know if this guy's even the top 50 player I, don't know, I thought it was stupid, and then Malcolm. I don't know. Oh, it's it's disappointing more than anything um, that they didn't get a better list and they were higher up. But I don't know. I feel like most of those things are generated just to get clicks and and whatnot. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fall fall for the trap that the NFL Network is trying to uh, 
set up there. So, um, yeah, it was stupid. It's always dumb. I don't get the outrage for those, but whatever. Uh, from Andrew Johnson, now that Philly hockey and basketball has sadly ended, is it pretty much just going to be Jackie Bats for the summer, or is it overreacting any and all offseason moves and training camp stuff, uh, the trust tree's main focus? So, um, yeah, I mean, listen, I if you follow me on Twitter, uh, it's going to be a lot of baseball talk. I, I If you don't like baseball, I'm sorry. I love baseball. I love the Phillies. And it's going to be a lot of Jackie Jackie Hardball over the summer. Uh, obviously, obviously, I mean, I'm still going to focus on the Eagles. Of course, I don't, I don't ever take my eye off the Eagles. But, yes, and I understand. I understand if this offseason is going to be filled with a lot of baseball talk. You don't love baseball. But, you know, I'm trying to build a brand here. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be the, the young baseball mind in the city of Philadelphia. Like, yeah, I'm trying to grind, Trust Tree. And I know the Trust Tree's got me. I know the Trust Tree's got me. But, yeah, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm sorry to, to uh, accept you to a bunch of, of baseball talk, but it's the Phillies, and I love the Phillies. Um, but I will not accept you to listening to a total fraud give a commencement speech. <laughs> Again, this is this is the Twitter, uh, which you can always follow me at Jack Fritz WIP. Um, from El Patron, Patron, or at Donnie Patron. Uh, you board a nine-hour flight to London. Only two seats are available. One is next to Elliott Shore Parks. The other is Key and Fahey. The air hostess is screaming at you to take your seat. What do you do? Well, here's the thing, is that I'm 100% sitting next to Elliot Shore Parks. It's not even, it's not even in, in a discussion. Like, Kean Fahey deserves a throat punch more than he deserves me sitting next to him. Kean Fahey is a human embodiment of dog shit. Uh, Elliot, I don't know, man. Like, I figured we'd be able to find something to talk about. Kean, I would just get too angry about. Like, I, I would just be like, I would, it, I'm trying to envision what a, what a me and Kean, uh, flight would look like i think the, i think for the first hour i would be sitting there teaming and then finally i'd reach my breaking point where because you know i'm not sleeping i'm not gonna be able to sleep next to key and Fahey. like i mean one eye open at all times and that's how he should be sleeping if he's gonna be uh on a flight to london with me although i guess he's, uh, he's he'd probably fly into dublin I would, I would guess but uh listen if, if Keen's next to me I, for the first hour i'm sitting there just quietly but inside i just in a rage in a <laughs> enraged and then i finally break and, and i just go how how the fuck can can you call yourself this football expert and then sit there and and talk about how blake bortles or carson wentz is is basically blake bortles and not have any kind of foresight you know what actually i take this back i would like to have a long conversation with Kean Fahey. i take this is this is a good question this is one that made me think i now the easy answer the easy way out is sitting next to ESP. The hard way out is having a long conversation with Key and Fahey about things that I find repulsive about things that he does covering football and how he acts way above everyone else and how he can honestly sit there and, and honestly say to himself, you know what, this Carson Wentz guy looks a lot like Blake Bortles. So I take it back, El Patron. I'm sitting next to Key and Fahey because it's time for me and him to have a long conversation. Moving on to Eric Hernandez. If an Eagle gets on the next cover of Madden, probably Foles, would you be nervous for the 2018 Eagles, or do you feel like the Eagles would be too good to be affected by the Madden curse? I don't think anyone's above the Madden curse. I'm terrified of the Madden curse. I don't want any Eagle ever being on the Madden curse ever again. I I am calling this right now. I am banning the Eagles from ever appearing on the, on the Madden curse. You'll thank me later. 
you'll thank me later. It's not a big deal. I'm, I'm happy to do it, but yeah, there's, there's absolutely no way I'm, I'm ever confident, and the Eagles are never too good to be to, 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 to not be affected by the bad curse. I'm sorry. Uh, from some scrub named John Barchard, uh, what is the best Rita's flavor uh, to eat if you're an incoming rookie? So I guess they do have Rita's down at the Novacare complex for, um, I guess, the players after, after minicamp. Which is like, I mean, is Doug a fraud? Is Doug a fraud for not having ice cream and not having Hagen Dazs? I think so. Uh, my first question to answer this, some guy named John Barchard's question, is when I asked them, is it is it water ice or water ice? And they answer with water. I say get out, and you don't get any Ritas because you don't get this city. That's my first question. If they pass that and say water, uh. It, it's Island Fusion, and if one reaches for mango, we've already discussed on this podcast many times, mango is is not endorsed by the Counterpoint podcast. Mango is bad. Mango is always bad. It's it's not a good flavor for anything. It is one of the worst fruits to ever grace God's green earth, and it will not be tasted by the rookies on this team. With that being said, they will go with Island Fusion. Moving on. To Brian Seville, if J.J. has a big year, 250 carries for 1,400 yards, 9 TDs, for example, and is willing to sign a lower-end deal to stay in Philly because of how awesome the city and organization is, obviously, every, I mean, personally, if, if you don't sign the contract because of how awesome the city and the fans are, like, you don't get the city. <laughs> would, you, would you be happy signing him to a new deal, or are the knees too big of a concern? Yeah, at this point, like you got to sign him to that contract just have, uh, of how good that year is. I, I have no problem signing him to that contract. Um, I don't think he's going to command big, big money because of the knees, but if he holds up for – I mean, that's a lot of carries. That's 250 carries for 1,400 yards and 90 Ds. Like, if your knees – like, your knees should be fine. And, and with where the contracts are these days, like, the, it's not like they're going to guarantee it. So it could be two years and then cut ties. Like, yeah, I'm not saying JJ is gone after next year. I'm just saying I want a good, a good out plan in the case that the knees do come up. Now, from Matt, uh, Matt Ilari, Iari. Ooh, hold on. Actually, his Twitter name is Matty Uari, Ulari. Ah, I'm sorry. That's on me. I don't know how to say your last name, <laughs> but I know you're in the trust tree because you mentioned it in your tweet. So I love you, but I don't know how to say your last name. Why does no one view Corey Clement? Corey Clement as a possible uh, as a possibility as a feature back. Can he run inside? Yes. Can he block? Yes. Can he catch? Yes. Does he fumble? No. Is it strictly because he went undrafted? Please explain this to me. So, uh, listen, buddy. I told you he's a total fraud and grew up a Cowboys fan. Now on the field, I like Corey Clement. It's just that I I I kind of I I think that the best Eagles, the peak Eagles, is when he's in a rotation and you can kind of leave him as a as a guy who can and bust one and. Yeah, I like Corey Clement. I would just rather have him in a, in a rotation and not as the feature back. I think the highest upside Eagles doesn't have him as your feature back. I think he's a nice, a really good change of pace back that can now obviously catch for 100 yards in the, in the Super Bowl and be a hero. Um, yeah, I, I just I think I think he's just he's good. He could be a feature back if he needed to be a feature back. But I think the highest upside. I don't think it's really people looking down on Corey Clement as a feature back. It's just that. The best Eagles are with another guy complimenting him. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, for Matt Keel, along with uh, the player that is, like I just had to go to the Eagles website, and I'm wondering why a great number like 81 is not is being taken up by a guy named Marcus, Marcus Wilson. Uh, come on. Yeah, 81, listen, I think 81 is a good number. 
Avant looks great in 81. Obviously, T.O. looked great in 81. Uh, and, and Marcus Wilson, like, if you close your eyes, right, and you close your eyes and you hear the name Marcus Wilson, he just seems like a he seems like a, a, a wide receivers coach almost. I don't see him really being a football player. I mean, he obviously was a football player if he was going to be a, a wide receivers coach, but Marcus Wilson sounds like a, a wide receivers coach, especially because it's it just it looks like a, a wide receivers coach name. Or some kind of coach name. It's not a player's name. So, yeah, I'm with you. 81 is too good of a number to be taken up by a future wide receiver coach, Marcus Wilson. That's all I got to say about that. So, listen, we grinded through this podcast. We got 26 minutes of content when there's absolutely nothing going on. I think that's pretty good work by, by the trust tree. Now, we'll be back next week. Of course we'll be back next week. The Counterpoint Podcast does not rest. We will be back next week with with more content, I think, although it's really, really the dry period right now. So I'm sorry in advance if you view that there's nothing much going on in Eagles land. But BGN Radio always has you covered. So uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the Counterpoint Podcast, and uh, we'll be back next week. Second record, and it's the song you wrote. Uh, yes, I'll write nice.